in the city and night is a wire. Steam in the subway, the earth is a fire. Do 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 do. Woman, you want me? Give me a sign. Catch me breathing even closer behind. Do 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 do. Touch with the ground. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. Smell like a sound. Smell like a lost and I'm found. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Straddle the line. Discord and rhyme. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. My mouth is alive. Running inside. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Stalked in the forest. Too close to hide. I'll be upon you by the moonlight side. Do 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 do. Hot blood drumming on your skin, it's so tight. You feel my heat, I'm just a moment behind. Do 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 do. Touch with the ground. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. I smell like a sound. Smells like a house. Lost and I'm found. And I'm hungry like the wolf. Hungry inside. It's discord and rhyme. I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. My mouth is alive. This is wine. And I'm hungry like the wolf. <laughs> you know, how, one of the great pleasures of my life is having the greatest band in podcast history to play music, and I had the pleasure of seeing these boys last Friday playing at the Otter Creek Golf and Country Club, and the one thing they couldn't do is play enough songs to make the girls' butts move enough. They just couldn't move enough. So we had to dig deep. We dug into the depths of Simon Le Bon and Duran Duran to try to accomplish this goal. I gotta tell you, when you're a handsome, pretty boy like Simon Le Bon, Dave, uh, you can pull this shit off, but you come across a bit like a... Rapist. Yeah, a hungry <laughs> sexual predator. Isn't you know? that what this song's about? I think if you I think if you dropped a few pounds and maybe shaved that mustache, you might be able to pull it off with a six. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or at least catch the girls. What about with this tight face? Well, most girls are going to get a restraining order. If you're just smelling like you sound, <laughs> smells like a hound. I don't even. What am I, he smells bad. <laughs> you sound like you really. You, you, you're you're gonna try to do something inappropriate uh, to this lady. Anyways, we got some great guests here today. Sure do. We got uh, an audience uh, that came from far and wide to see us. An audience of one. <laughs> yeah. We got a promoter and we got a musician. Packed house. This is a this is like a, a real professional showbiz show tonight. It sure is. So we got to get on with it. We got to play the theme song, boys. You know how that goes. Uh, that one. Drinking a beer, like how the hell do you uh, play guitar? Nonchalant, man. That's a put the, That's what a pro does, Paul. Welcome to live from the Dutch Hall, everybody. The greatest podcast, really, in the world. I think by this point in time, it's indisputable. Mostly because of the greatest band in podcast history, oh, the yeah. Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah. Oh yeah. This week oh, yeah. comprised of Steve, the reluctant German, on lead guitar. Woo! <laughs> All right, everybody. Dave, the Rooster Steven. Charters. Uh, Hello. On Boom. what are you on rhythm today? Yeah, rhythm and lead vocals. And lead vocals. 
The man inside him is the man, is the balls of the nocturnal emissions, the man that makes the ladies really move their butts in their seats. Whiskey Wes Haggins is here. Let's hear it for Whiskey Wes. Yay, Wes. Suspiciously absent is Michael Bow. We will never speak of him on this program. (laughs) Exactly. And as always, we are anchored by my brother, our bartender, and our bus driver, Paul Van Dyke, is here doing a fine job today. Fine job. Hell yes. And our audience of one, I'm a, a pleasure to have him in. He's a comic that I've worked a lot with, and uh, happy to have him here uh, to help with the show. Comedian Chris Pick is here in the house. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey. Hey, Chris, they don't hear you wave. And for Black Talk <laughs> Records, we have Ben Andres here. All right. Hey, Ben. Yeah. Hi. And Hi, our man. guest tonight from Elias the Band is uh, the one and only Delbert Shot is here. All right. Hey, Del. And I'm your host, two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get on with this show. (laughs) (laughs) Just end dead. Yep. And then the silence begins and the show begins. Sounds like a regular podcast, which is boring as all hell. But we're going to change it this time. Jokes I have, boys. All right. And you guys. That is a change. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you guys have uh, uh, you guys have just played a big gig we, by all accounts a successful gig you guys played for sure we would you say so yeah yeah one of our best but the one lesson you learn as it touched on in the opener is that you guys you guys realize that when it comes drunk time <laughs> then the girls want to dance you better have some stuff in the pot some some weapons to throw out of them. you got to give them something to dance to when we, they want to dance when they want to dance mm-hmm. you got to give them something to dance to otherwise they're gonna hound you. Especially when they, yeah. I find especially when women get to a certain age, that they will, they will make if they're having a night out away from their kids or whatever, they're gonna fucking dance when they got drunk because they are out to have a good time. Oh, it's yeah. a rare thing for them, you know, when they get to go out on the town and uh, drink a ball of wine and talk to somebody with purple teeth or oh, whatever. Yeah. They're not you thinking know? about the next day's hangover. No, they're not thinking. Which was they won't. awful, I'm sure, for most of them. For most of those girls, yeah. <laughs> But I love seeing the people have a good time. Yeah, it was a, right. The enthusiasm in the room was undeniable. You know what I noticed, too? They know what they want, and they're not afraid to let you know what they want. They that's come right. right up and just let you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They, they have a vision in their mind what their evening is going to go like. Oh, yeah. And if you're not going to accommodate them, they're just going to say it louder and, and more frequently to you, you that's know, right. until you Benny do Benny and it. the Jets. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> was like, that one come up a lot? That one came up on uh, uh, Friday night. Benny. That's a good piano song, you know? <laughs> Works great on acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at I was at a one man ba- uh, like a like a Band one man uh, no it was a little bar in um, uh, Guelph and it had just like a, a guy on a piano like a piano bar you know and this guy uh, was hounding him he was a friend of mine we called him Coont <laughs> it was a nice way of saying that's cute Cunt. Yeah, yeah thank you Paul. <laughs> And uh, so we had, uh, so Coon was sitting there just talking to the guys. He's playing piano. He's playing Billy Joel, Elton John all night long, right? And he's like, uh, the guy's just constantly like harping at him in his ear, harping at him in his ear, you know? And, he, and we're like, what What the fuck did you, finally the guy stops in the middle of his Billy Joel song or whatever and said, this guy won't shut up. He just keeps saying, do you know any Zeppelin? <laughs> <laughs> Until the guy fucking had to play Ramble On on like uh, on the keys, you know, just to appease the fucking guy. You know, and he's up just constantly. Anyway, um, so you guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about the feud of Dave and Steve, which what? seems to be becoming more and more of a thing that I have to see because, you know, I know people in the day, today's day and age of message boards and stuff like that, you understand uh, these little group chats and stuff. Maybe you're in a hockey pool or whatever. There's chatter amongst a group in a group chat right and you can sense tense uh 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 tensions you know when you hear these group chats used to seem to have (laughs) have the most tension between you right and then today just before the show started i noticed that charters uh uh it was very critical of you having uh, a pick in your mouth right because you had to be ready to sing harmonies on that song take he said i remembered i did it yeah Yeah. second Chorus. Well, fuck off! I did it. He did it right. Reverse, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You see how it goes? And I gotta tell you something right I now. I gotta pause you right now because Friday night, 
Yeah, I left you hanging. Yeah, do you remember that time when I was looking at you going, sing some fo- sing some harmony? No. I was mouthing the words, and you're like holding your hand up to your ear, like what? Like I don't understand what you're saying. To be honest, like, I was. This is your part. We practiced a hundred fucking times. You're supposed to be singing. Yeah, remember when you uh, sang my Blind Melon verse in the medley song? Huh? Do <laughs> you remember that? You remember that? <laughs> to be honest, Dave, it looked like you were mouthing "I want to suck your dick" all the time. <laughs> I was sitting there at the same show, and that's what it looked like you were mouthing to him. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. It was at the show. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one. We're going to talk about that verse thing later, Steve. Yeah. Blind melon. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't think we've resolved oh, anything. I think right. we've just had flames to the fire. Use a little bit of gas in the wound. Yeah. It's all right. When you have a band, you're in a band. Right. Delbert, you're in a band, right? So do you find that, uh, uh, that uh, it's hard to manage the personalities of having that many different individuals in a band? 100%. And as you get older, does it get worse? Um, I think you just get used to it more. Oh, yeah, the the, the, the people you're dealing with? Shoulders. Yeah, well, that's how it's been for us anyways, because now them we've, beer been, and we've known each now. other for like 15 years, yeah, so it's like we all kind of just mesh. And you know each other's faults and their, what and they bring? Yeah, we know how to, how to quell the storms. So what would you do with these two fuckers? To be honest with you, like, oh, what's what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm trying. I'm the one that created this band, and now with uh, you see your children fighting, you know, all the time. You see what's going to happen. It's going to be behind the music moment, where all of a sudden Charters is going to be resenting the fact that Steve took over Nocturnal Emissions because we had to pick one because the tension got too strong, and of course, you pick Steve because he's more talented. I'm <laughs> 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 sorry, Dave. I was just joking. That sounds like a great option, like right? That. I'm picking. Dave. And you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like the res- the Pete Best of the Nocturnal Emissions. Oh, that sucks! And you created it. Can you imagine how bitter bitter you would be? I'm leaving with Dave. <laughs> oh, this is really something. Oh now. man, there's See mutiny. See where you've started. Uh-huh. You know what? Those words in the group chat are just—it's just text on a page. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> on a screen. On a screen, even. It's not even on paper. Any tension you felt was just in your own head. That's right. Steve and I are just fine. It's hard to uh, get a feeling off of texting anyways. Yeah, it is. You know, because you just think everyone's screaming at you. Yeah, well, especially if you're a nut job yourself. Like, if you're the type of guy that's going to scream at somebody, you read their text in a scream in you know? a scream yeah. so then you're pissed off yeah yeah it's like, like what are you doing today day. i said you know? i said what the fuck does he mean by that yeah. i sent numbers to a person who hated me yeah and that person thought i was uh saying something insulting with a number jesus you know? how do you read a, a inflection into a number you know i was just giving a number it's just a fact you know you can't be more black and white than a fucking number that's right and he texted that i'm a dick <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's that, not wrong. That had nothing to do with the Did number. He put a number. Did it had nothing to do with the number. No, maybe they. Maybe it was something. Maybe it has nothing to do with the number. <laughs> he might not be wrong. <laughs> I am right. a bit of a dick. I find there's two two Pete's anymore. As I get older, there's only two two of me left. Two emotions I'm left to feel, and that's happiness and anger. No, no, no happiness. Sadness and anger. Yeah. There's no happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Just sadness like Steve's. Just it, it, it's, it, There's only two things. And everybody likes when I'm sad better than when I'm angry, right? So sad Pete's the more popular one. And angry Pete is the one that gets everything done because nobody wants to deal with him because he's a dick, right? Right? Yeah, I guess. So you get things you don't deserve because you're a horrible dick and people don't want to deal with you, right? Because you're such a prick. <laughs> and you get, like, tons of stuff and you don't deserve it. You know, it's actually great being angry Pete is the best. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nobody likes Angry Pete at all. <laughs> they like Sad Pete. <laughs> he was a bit of a pussy. Anyways, did you want to uh, get into a segment we call Feedback? We got feedback. We got feedback. Oh. Feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Uh, if you'd like to, go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on the Amazon banner, and you can do any of your Amazon shopping, and a little that, bit of that money will come back and help the show. Also, there's a PayPal link on our uh, website if you'd like to uh, donate to help try to make the show better. 
I was just bragging to Chris, who came in. To, we're sh- showing him the Dutch Hall about all the equipment that we bought from the donations from the uh, listeners and stuff. And uh, that is really how the show's grown and gotten better. So thank you to everyone that's helped out. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. And uh, also, while you're on that website, you might as well click on that VG Meats banner and uh, print out uh, print out uh, yourself a coupon and bring it to either the locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek and get a very good deal on some very good meats. VG Meats, if you be if you were any closer to the farm, you need rubber boots, right? <laughs> and and uh, we can't we'd be remiss. We'd really be remiss if we didn't thank our our uh, our, our friends at Van Dyke Party Services oh. for sponsoring mm-hmm. our show. If you guys are, are like uh, most people in this world, your friends are a bunch of pear-shaped losers, right? Your parties that they that they throw are a bunch of inane boring times that you sit around having to yeah. talk about mostly work and the weather and bullshit you don't care about you know people's kids ailments or something you know i don't know what just anything like that i got yeah, an maybe idea. Th- maybe this weekend you're getting together for a nice uh, palm sunday get together oh, palm yeah. sunday you ever uh, they have sh- get together for that i don't know sure. somebody does yeah but pretty if you sure w- it sucks <laughs> 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 if you're having a palm sunday get together you want you know what would make it better palm between five and 29 van dyke first cousins and if you want that to happen, you call Van Dyke Party Services or email us at livefromthedutchhall@gmail.com, and we'll send you between five and twenty-nine Van Dyke First Cousins and in cl- bright yellow clean flow jackets. We will come to your uh, Palm Sunday party. Jesus, <laughs> And we will make it the best time of your life, guaranteed. And all it's going to cost you is one hundred dollars of cold hard cash, plus all of all of our expenses, which will be dear. But if you're not one hundred percent satisfied, we'll return your hundred dollars. But those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by our friends at Clean Flow. Best sponsor ever. Best sponsor ever. 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 Clean Flow. Jägermeister's about half. I like to call it half full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to look at it that way too myself. Yeah. It's been a great treat. Just have a nice little Jägermeister shot. Yeah. Just like a little uh, pump. It's a little pump. Just every once in a while a little squirt just gets you through the day. A little cough medicine. Got a whole bunch of those one night. <laughs> it is nice when you're in a pinch. And you're like, I don't really want to go through the trouble of getting ice or anything like that. Maybe I'll just squirt a pump of this into my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it's medicinal. Yeah, it's medicinal. It's good. So thank you to Clean Flow. And uh, the only, uh, just to, I'm sorry to uh, bore all all you uh, listeners with uh, our sponsors, but we have to thank our friends at Yarmy Electric. Yeah. And again, we can only say this as quickly as we can, as as sharply as we can. Derek Yarmy is the proprietor of this business, and he is a very busy electrician. What he does is he performs magic with his knowledge of the skill that he provides, but what he doesn't want to do is, is every time you got a flickering light in your bathroom or you have to hit the reset button on something, you call this man, he's got a family. He's, got busy, a, he's busy as fuck. He's busy as fuck. Why don't you leave him alone? He's, he doesn't need the, the hassle and the aggravation. Stop Go in your calling. own basement. Yeah, go flip your own breaker. Yeah, do you ever think there's a breaker? There's a, the first thing you do is check the fucking breaker. You don't call an electrician, you dumb pricks, right? Anyways, Yarmy Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time, you can go fuck yourself. Don't call them for Christ's sake. Leave them alone. And that's our sponsors this week. So we got, we this week, the, to be honest, feedback was a little light. But we did get uh, one message that I wanted to... Uh, say in particular and it was from melissa wong what is it wombach wombach sorry melissa wombach i'm sorry i just stumbled on her name melissa wombach says r.i.p hd haitian dwarf yeah haitian dwarf haitian dwarf uh and really it's been it's been the unprecedented uh, absence of this man that's been with us since the very beginning of the show. He's been a, a great listener and a great provider of feedback. There and he you was, know, gone. But he's gone. He's disappeared in the ether, and it's been brought up by our friend Melissa Wambach. Wambach. <laughs> I think you're pronouncing it Wong. I probably am. Back. Anyways, you know what you are, Melissa. Oh, really? You're the listener of the week. Oh. You're the listener of the week. Do you forget how to do those? It's your yeah. week, Melissa. Yeah, is it ever? <laughs> Melissa's the big winner this week. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I was working at uh, uh, 
when I was working at the unnamed place I used to work. Mm, yes. Uh, you used to have to fill in sales calls. Like you go out on uh, sales calls, you know? And I used to uh, just uh, make up, I used to just put different wrestlers' names, like last names. Like I went to go see, because you just had to the create, it's a like creative writing, you know? Like what are you doing on your, when you're driving around, you know? I went to go see Hogan and Savage, <laughs> right? I would always like put down old wrestlers' names, you know? Perfect. And then uh, it was all bullshit, you know? But they pay your expense account. You didn't have to do anything. Just make up a. I went to go see DiBiase. <laughs> Had a nice lunch <laughs> with Virgil. <laughs> Anyways, I used to do that all the time. Now they can't take that money back. I already spent it. <laughs> um, so the only thing, if if anyone wants to continue to provide us feedback on our show, let us know. We can make it better. You can get a hold of us a bunch of different ways. You can go to uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're live from the Dutch Hall or Dutch Hall on those things. And if uh, if you'd like to catch us live, we are appearing tomorrow night at Swazi's in Waterford. Fuck yes. And uh, it's it's a really a homecoming for Charters and, and me. We used to drink there for years. Oh. Spend all of our disposable income there. Yes, sir. And now we are uh, going to be going back with the glory of, li- of the Dutch Hall Comedy That's Tour. Fun. We got four great comics, Jason Allen, uh, Black Zeus, uh, Doug Coning, and A.J. Bate. Fuck yeah. And music by the Nocturnal Emissions, hosted by myself. Yes. It's going to be a great night, so if you'd like to come, it's 10 bucks at the door at Swazi's in Waterford. Um, and that's tomorrow night, April 7th. 7th. April 8th. Now, April 8th, there's, it's a whole different story. This is going to be at, you don't want to be in Tilsonburg on April 8th, because this is where our next guest is uh well, that's smooth yeah isn't that nice do you like that like butter yeah nice segue it was smooth. <laughs> then i stopped because i was so impressed with it just a marvel at it marvel in my own almost did it right for once in my fucking life anyways our next guest is gonna be sammy crenshaw's on uh on april the 8th that's saturday He's going to be reuniting it's been a long time since they've been play- they played there it's a it's elias the band the front man of the band is here today to play June 22nd is National Fink Day off their Greatest Hits album. Yes, our first album. <laughs> and second, too. <clears throat> and second, yeah. It's on there, too. <laughs> It'll be on the third as well. Yeah, it's a great song. Here he is to play it. It's Delbert Shot. Tired. 
like wow My mind draws blank My mouth gets dry I try to think but I'm consumed by all these thoughts of you Situation ends now And I hope we will hurt again Face down and out of luck On the bathroom tile Sorry baby, this could take a I know we will come out on top of this We will come out on top of things this time Everything to me. All right, man. Good job. Well, thanks for coming in, Delbert. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you're a Norfolk County boy, born and raised. Yep. Yeah, in Langton. Yeah, I lived in Langton until uh, I was 16. So. And then. Most uh, of my life. And is that where you uh, met the other members of the band? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Alex lives in like Clear Creek. On the first concession. Clear Creek, isn't it? Clear Creek, Clear Creek. I don't know. I know they got a beer <laughs> no, store no, no, there now. That's the they do? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Creek? It's like LCBO and Cultus. Oh, really? It's, it's uh, We stopped there on the way to practice. It's great. Holy it's mackerel. That's much like really... this environment. We need one in Pine Grove. Drink, drink. Hey. Anyone playing that game at home has to drink. Oh, yeah. This is the great day. There's a game at home people play if we mention them somewhere in Norfolk County and they have to drink. Oh. You know, like a, if so, you just keep going like a Blaney. Hey, have you ever been to like a fairground? You know, oh, you yeah. say like that. You know, like and then people drink, right? Wycombe. Wycombe, yeah. There you go. Drink up. So, uh, South of Walsingham just represented today. <laughs> you see, <laughs> everyone loves South of Walsingham. Sure. You know, no, they don't. That's where a lot of the uh, uh, meth is made now in South Walsingham, isn't <laughs> really? it? Really? I was going to say my family reunion was there this year. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like why it was booked there? Yeah, yeah, yeah now we know. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> is that an actual place, South Walsingham, or is that South just a Wals- that's a ta- that's like a township? Or yeah, something, there's right? South Walsingham and then North Walsingham, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's town there, Middleton. Wasn't it called Flying Pig? Dancing Pig. Dancing Pig. Dancing Pig. The Waltzingham. Oh, Flying Pig. Waltzingham. Dancing Pig. Okay, I get that. Dancing Pig, yeah. I get that. People are going to be fucking pissed drunk before we even get in this interview. (laughs) We haven't even got into, like, goddamn, you know, Townsend. (laughs) Wyndham. God, we get into Wyndham. Start going to Bealton and Boston. God damn. Glenmire. 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 Vanessa. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, sorry. We'll just stop this. So you are from here. You ended up when how you you how old were you guys when you started playing together? Elias, the band I'm talking about. I think I was around 16 years old, maybe 17. I was still in high school, and everybody else was just just fresh out. And where were like early gigs? Where did you play? Um, wherever I could get in, because I wasn't old enough to get into most bars, and that's where we wanted to play usually was bars. So I had to always kind of call before and make sure I could get in and like just not drink or yeah yeah well like I drink outside of the venue but but not so inside and it was illegal did you do like a parties or something like that too? yeah we we had a there was a, for a bit there was a house in Tilsenberg where we had some shows at a, it was just a, a house that was a restaurant that my friend's parents owned and then uh the restaurant wasn't uh operating there anymore and in the interim we kind of just used it for shows we oh, yeah. pack it full of kids and Everybody awesome. would party. So did you, uh, what's, what, I always ask people this when they come into the show. Uh, 
the absolute uh, lowest point, like what, the worst gig that you've played, the like the the hell gig. Can you think of one? Um, I don't know if Juice is watching. If Juice is watching this one, this story's for you. Um, yeah, my my birthday one time, I had my my band came and played for my birthday. It was it wasn't necessarily my band. It was my friend Justin Hammond's band, Crossley Hunter, and uh, we all got really shit faced. And and then there was a group of kids there to watch us and we started to play our first song and we just failed it like like three times in a row we got maybe four <laughs> bars in and just everybody fell apart and uh and then everybody just kind of walked off the stage and i was like well come on guys like it's my birthday show <laughs> your your bandmates are, are saying something different on the uh, on the elias feed oh, no what is he saying uh, someone wrote i don't know who it was i was really some, hammered too. someone from the elias the band uh page Oh so, no! So Jackson? I, I, no, I would assume maybe Kyle or Alex. Probably Kyle wrote "Shrooms at the Library." Oh yeah, that was a pretty bad show too. We almost broke up because <laughs> of that one too. Oh, that's a better gig where you almost break up. Yeah, yeah, because that was actually a show too where there was people paid to get in and see. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and, and uh, yeah, me and Jackson in the alleyway while the other bands were playing before we got to play, we kind of stumbled upon... Actually, I think Ben, I, I, ben was involved. I gave you guys yeah. the mushrooms. <laughs> ben gave us some mushrooms, and they, I, I must say, they were like, it, this one I had was like green and purple, and there was a little bit of white in there. It was multicolored and delicious, and the drive home, I felt like I was on a roller coaster. But when we were on stage, we just fell apart, and Kyle just packed up his stuff and walked out the back door, and that was how that wow. show ended. Yes. There's a common theme of, of uh, what can... What Drug can, abuse. Yeah, you alcoholism. knock it off yeah. the rails. Is there any <laughs> where the crowd has been the been the catalyst, where it's made it awful? You guys were good or good-ish. You did your best, and the crowd just were awful. Or you're playing to I don't, nothing. I don't think so. Yeah, play, playing to nothing is something you deal with anytime. Like I being, think everyone's Being a band trying to, trying to just book shows and stuff. I've always We've always dealt with that. But um, no, least, ne- never any unruly crowds. At least like 10 years ago, concerts were a little more busier around. Yeah, there. yeah. We had a good scene around Tilsonburg and, like, and uh, London. London's always been pretty good. People would just not, it would be like a band could be on the bill called Shit and people would just come out. And they, I think it's because you guys are, are younger that people are nicer. Yeah, generally. It's it's like people, like friends of friends of friends and type thing. Everybody's just coming to get together and have a good time. Yeah, because the gigs I play in London to nobodies, they're mean. They hate Hey, <laughs> yeah. They don't like comics at all. They want to watch the hockey game. Nope. And so you really got to have a good joke to get through that, eh? Hockey so, games? Yeah, especially yeah. like you're trying to play a gig and like the Blue Jays are in the playoffs or something yeah. like that. And they're like, nobody fucking wants to listen to you, yeah. Worst time to book a gig is like Grey Cup Sunday. <laughs> oh, wait. It happens all the time. A bar will book bands and comics on Grey Cup Sunday and be hosting a Grey Cup party. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we're going to help it out. So we booked our, our one gig on St. Patrick's Day in a, in a room that doesn't serve alcohol. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. That was the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> Just for like, as far as if you wanted to draw, there's nothing going to draw people to that, you know. But it was a great time to practice. You know? yeah, sure I don't was. think it matters if it was St. Patrick's Day. If there's no alcohol, it's hard to draw. Yeah, exactly. Anyone. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you mean, well, they're weed rims, right? Oh, weed rooms. Okay, yeah, draw. yeah. That, that just draws them for weed. Yeah, but on St. Patrick's Day, even the weed smokers are going to go somewhere to drink. Yeah, because it's a drinking day, right? Yeah. So it was full of comics because they all had nothing to do. There were because any gig they were going to play was going to be horrible. Yeah. They might as well go somewhere and work stuff out. You no know? money for uh, beer, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you might as well just get the free water. That's right. That <laughs> <laughs> they serve you there. Anyways. Uh, I wanted to, so you guys uh you guys ended up getting together and then uh you're young kids, right? Just like teenagers going through this, get, gaining some uh some success as far as playing gigs getting better, decided to put something down in a, in a record form, right? Yeah. Who's the catalyst to that? Who decides that we're going to want to uh commit this to put something tangible down? Right now it's um the the guitarist Kyle Winkworth. He's kind of got a uh, little recording booth that he made in an ice hut in Alex's barn. Oh yeah, nice. yeah. So we're just recording uh, the best we can demos of all our our new stuff, and then a, f- a few of the old ones that people liked a lot. Yeah, 
And uh, have you uh, have you found that as you grow older, at your ripe old age, right? Getting into the like, uh, you know, you got to start. Work gets in the way. Yeah, and I got a, I got a kid now, so that's taking up time too. And and I just broke my foot, so yes. yeah, yeah. Life 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 happens. And then times that by the has the four guys in the band, or is there five four right? Uh, five of us. Five of you, right? Yeah, five guys in the band. You say times that everyone growing up and everybody has issues. It's harder and harder. Yeah, to- and Jackson probably has about five other bands too. He's he's always in another band. He plays on everything. He drums for every everybody. He's all over the place. He's really busy. He's the drummer in my band. He's the drummer of Jackson's <laughs> band. He's the drummer of uh, the Butterbox Babies, another band that's playing with us on Saturday. Oh yeah, you're playing with the Heart Attack Kids too, right? So just to give make sure we uh, yep. shout out to both of those guys that are on the bill, but. Uh, I want to talk, Ben. You're sitting right here, you know, like Tilsonburg. I noticed that you, you're the, you've been pushing a lot of this. Uh, what's going on in Tilsonburg, especially at Sammy Crenshaw's? You guys have built a, a bit of a scene there. Like you're trying to, uh, you're creating your own scene in a little town called of Tilsonburg, right? Yeah, Tilsonburg. To try- Someone has to take a drink for that one, right? Yeah, well, yeah, Oxford, Oxford County people now drinking. All the dairy farmers stop milking and they start drinking. It's right near Brownsville. Milk. Yeah. That's right. Oh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Going down the, the road. <laughs> um, yeah, like about 10 years ago, like when these guys started, um, I started renting random halls or basements of churches or soccer clubs or, you know, whoever would have a bunch of unruly, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll craze youngsters, you know, s- flying guitars around in their place so you know the venues would disappear and then they would pop back up but now that we're adults it's you know nicer to you know go and rent a place do you find many of the adults stayed around tilsonburg or are you or they they, most of them leave and then now you're attracting the new people that are coming into tilsonburg no it's it's funny like when we started doing this years ago like there'd just be like people would just show up like i wouldn't even know half the kids and they were like a younger crew and now i think now that Facebook's kind of taken over and stuff like that. I think people are like, don't show up as much anymore to stuff. They're like, could look online and be like, ah, oh, this man sounds like shit. I'm not going to go. Where before you used to get like a flyer and you're like, ah, oh, that's a cool name. I should check that out. Yeah, so. nobody goes to anything anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So I, I don't know. I blame the internet. I don't know. Yeah, I think so too. You know, it's not different because you think small town, you're like, well, maybe it's a Tilsonburg thing. There's not a big enough draw or something like that. You go to Toronto. It's the same problems they're having there. Nobody goes out anymore. No. It's not about population no. draw at all. It started with the VHS. The VHS <laughs> stopped people from going out because before the VHS, everyone had to go out Friday, Saturday nights. And then you could rent movies yeah, and yeah. stay at home. And then Why it was the you? collapse right there. Didn't it ruin the porno, porno industry, too? No way. VHS? No, made, VHS or no, 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 wait, wait. The porn industry, yeah. boom. Made the porn industry. Yeah, yeah my dad had to used to have to rent out <laughs> my a, bad. Like a little... <laughs> Shows you how much porn I watch. thing. With, yeah. like, a movie projector. And they invite <laughs> all the friends down. I thought you were going to say a camera. Yeah, like stag movies, yeah. Stag movies, yeah. 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 On, like, a, the the high eights, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how I remember yeah. those, too. Set up a bed sheet. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't look very good. Yeah. Okay. And you'd rent, fr- you'd bring friends over to watch stag movies. Like a bunch of dudes would be in the basement <laughs> with boners. With boners. <laughs> yeah. Watching, watching stag movies. Yeah, because you couldn't watch it anywhere else. It's like porno was a big deal. Like, yeah. It was just like, and you watch it, like, or you go to the theater to watch it, and you'd watch it from beginning to end, the entire porno movie. You know, yeah. who's ever watched an entire porno movie? Have you watched Delbert, an entire <laughs> porno movie? I've I've thought of that question before. Who's ever watched a whole one? <laughs> yeah. I, I've I, well, you know, you if you get a DVD or a VHS of some sorts, eventually <laughs> it's in your possession that long. Eventually, you're gonna make it through yeah, yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, this is a this is I'm sure a stolen joke I've heard somewhere you before. Get bored of I'm it. 45 years old. You never made it through a whole tape. <laughs> not even. I find if you not wa- one sitting, no. <laughs> not even one. Sitting. Well, you're not watching it for the plot line. Let's. No. Yeah, some of them aren't bad for the plot lines though. Oh yeah. Like if you, it's like if I like B movies though, like really shitty, like the shittier the better. Like the, uh, like uh, there was one called uh, Son of a Bigfoot. Did I show you that one? Where it was like a, <laughs> it was like Bigfoot. Uh, is this a porn or is this? No, a no, no. Movie? It was on Netflix and it was called. It was like Spring Breakers and Bigfoot. You know, so it was these Sounds like Spring like Breaker girls, and then the well Bigfoot got busy with them or whatever. But it was like the worst Bigfoot costume and the worst <laughs> everything was like low budget. You know, shittiest movie ever made. 
I couldn't really sit through the whole thing, but the moments that I watched, I couldn't stop laughing, enjoying it. Like, it was just so awful that it made me happy, you know, that somebody's got it more delusional than I am about their dreams, you know? <laughs> that you see that they've done done something that bad. You know what I mean? Isn't that helpful? <laughs> to see somebody that sucks worse than you do? Someone had Always. These. Yeah. Better than Ezra? <laughs> <laughs> There's a band called Better Than Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> they got their name that way because they just they played uh, before uh, or they played after a band called Ezra at a talent competition. Oh, really? And then they walked up on stage and the guy said, "What's your name?" And they said, "We're better than Ezra." <laughs> That's really how it happened, just because they yeah. named themselves. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And now and they Ezra. like tour and play shows and. So did you, yeah, I know. What do they yeah. say? What's their big hit? Uh, remote control. <laughs> there you go. That's the jukebox. Good. They're, they had that song that was like good, good. <laughs> Sounds something like that. <laughs> you nailed it. Weird. You nailed it. It sounded just like that. It's not I totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, do you find that uh, that that becomes uh, uh, like a attraction to what you guys are doing when you see that uh, the people aren't going out anymore? Is are we it hard? still talking about porn? No, now we're oh, going back okay. into the music. Sorry. <laughs> when you see people not coming out to shows and stuff, yeah, it's a little it's a little disheartening. I think it's more it's it's a lot harder on you when you're starting out. Because you have kind of anxiety, like you want people to appreciate what you're doing because you love it. You want fans, you want yeah, yeah. people to be real stoked about your stuff. But in in reality, you're not just gonna gain all that immediately. It takes time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sometimes I find even with this show, you know, like you get, you know, it's it's like you might get a handful of people that are crazy about it, you know, like really like it, you know, and and then you're like, uh, is not enough? Then I, can I? St- I can't stop doing it. If those five people really like it, I'm yep. still going to end up getting all the guys together and drinking a case of Bud Light <laughs> in my shed and doing this show, right? Like that's, a, I mean, even if it's just a handful of people. That's what we do too with our band. We just, we jam in our barn, like with a bunch of cats running around eating cat food. And then we just drink beer and smoke cigarettes. And you, it's, uh, you guys uh, eat the cat food? <laughs> sometimes, uh, like Justin Lauks was there a couple, uh, couple weeks ago while we were recording i think he might have nibbled on some cat food even he was pretty wrecked <laughs> we got him on one of our uh, demos at the start of one of the songs we recorded him mumbling you know how you could get people out to your show is you take someone famous and say they're gonna be there at the show <laughs> right yeah, yeah and then you're opening for them tons of people show up and then you just say hey their bus broke down they ain't gonna be here <laughs> Give reason. So I don't think yeah, there's yeah, anything yeah. illegal about that. Just okay. lie. <laughs> no, there's this not the, that illegal. No. It's what? not really a lie. The new yeah. season of Trailer Park Boys. You Have any, any of you guys watched Trailer Park Boys? Mm, I used to. The new, the new season's out, and uh, Ricky has a, a hockey camp for all the kids in the trailer park, and uh, he just tells them that Sidney Crosby's going to be there and Wayne Gretzky. Sidney Crosby and Wayne Gretzky. I'm pretty sure. And then, like, there's no intentions. They're never going to be there. But he just lies. And when I when I was young, I had a, a friend of mine, um, John Sapatero. I'll say his name because he's he, he. This is a good positive story. Yeah. And uh, John, uh, he is a Portuguese guy. His parents were didn't speak English, right? And uh, John told me that Lonnie Anderson was coming to his birthday party. Do you know who Lonnie Anderson is? The Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. She was on WKRP in Cincinnati. Have you ever heard of that show? No. I love when talking to young people. You know, when I was a kid... I, I had a poster of her in my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was a show in the 70s, right? She was like a buxom blonde, big tits, and like fake fake looking. She ended up marrying Burt Reynolds. I don't know if you know Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a huge movie star, right? Yeah. And in the time, he's like the biggest guy. Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, Burt Reynolds is the best. He's got like a mean mustache. Yeah, yeah. sweet duster, sweet <laughs> duster. Anyways, like not like Charters is. He looks no. like more like the Pringles <laughs> character, you know, or the the Monopoly man has a mustache, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he a big old curly one. Yeah, yeah. So Charters on a formal day would be like the Monopoly man. On his like dress down day, he's the fucking Pringles can. <laughs> He's got the same haircut as the Pringles can too. Twisted up for church, yeah. <laughs> for church, <laughs> so he can go to heaven, right? Because God likes curly mustaches. He doesn't like that other shit. Anyways, where was I going? I was in something. I got John me- Sabatero. John Sabatero said Lonnie Anderson was coming, and I told my mother Lonnie Anderson's coming to John Sabatero's birthday party, and I have to be able to uh, go see her. What's the chance of her coming to Waterford? You know, Lonnie Anderson, a movie star, right? 
And uh, my mom says, it's horse shit. You know, of course this is horse shit, right? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's, it is, he says it, it's God's honest truth, you know? So my mom had to call her mom and ask if Lonnie Anderson was coming. <laughs> what is <laughs> <laughs> Which she knew the whole time. Lonnie Anderson's not fucking coming, right? <laughs> this kid, these are just dumb kids. You sold that kid's a liar. You what? sold that pretty good, though, like. To your mom, if she had to check, I believed it with all I had. I yeah, I believed That's it. Crazy. I was dumb as fuck, you know. But I thought nothing happens, you know. You live on a farm and you just nothing happens. You sit there the whole time, and the, there's nothing going on out your window. Your dog runs around. That's it. <laughs> I remember going to his house. Bonnie Anderson's fucking coming down the road. Fifteen minutes. I'm gonna go you see her. Go. You gotta go. I remember going to his house and his parents subscribed to the Latino. Uh, like television, you know, to get the Portuguese television or whatever. Yeah. But then at nighttime, there'd be like uh, Italian Latino. movie. Yeah, Italian, Italian movie. Night. The Italian movie was the best. Soft porn. Oh, yeah, soft awesome. porn. Yeah, you remember that? that? On Channel 47. I didn't have cable, but I tried UHF. My, I have the, the rabbit city? ears, and it just uh, was all. But you could make out a tit every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. You'd watch for three hours. City TV, yeah. Blue, blue movie. Blue, blue, uh, yeah, baby, baby blues. Blue that's too. what it was. Yeah, baby those blues. are good ones. And Ed the Sock. Yeah. Ed the Sock is what you he's needed. Actually, he's Sock coming back. Porn? I saw something about him on Facebook today. Yeah, he Ed the Sock's left. back. Some yeah. sort of documentary thing about who killed much music. Uh, don't blame Ed the Sock, man. He's he's the only surviving character. That it's like, that's right. Now it's gotten so douchey over over there. Yep. Remember, it used to, was it, it always it, that is way? Is it a thing? Does it still exist? What? Much music? No, I think uh, it's I think it's dead. Yeah. The whole I, thing's dead? I think so. I'm... That was oh, what the gist of the article was. I think it's like I, I watch much music. I think they have huh? much music, web-based. but it's all those web-based. shows. It plays like uh, yeah, like uh, Simpsons and Conan and stuff like yeah. that, and doesn't hmm. show much videos. Every once in a while, they do like a hour of videos or something. Yeah, and then they just started playing shitty TV shows. Yeah, yeah, just like all the rest of it. I guess it made money, right? It's only good when like like famous people die, then they just play like Prince videos all day. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only time like much music's good. Well, speaking of which, you know who died? Don Rickles. You know Don Rickles? Hey, I got to listen listen this is ridiculous because of course you don't know Don Rickles. He's 90 right. he's 90 years old, right? Like okay. But the reason I say of course is cuz I'm cutting you guys slack. I just don't fucking get cuz I'm old, right? I'm 43. Is that how old I am? Something like that. Something like that. That's not old. Yeah, yeah, but compared to you I am because you guys are a whole different breed of people because you guys had the internet, right? Yeah. So you don't look. You, we were forced to watch shit that had nothing to do with us. Old, you old didn't like shit. Because yeah. there was like four channels, and I had to watch like, uh, like, you had to watch Waltons. Uh, yeah, the Waltons or the fucking uh, even Three Stooges, Beachcombers, Lilith Hobo, Lilith Hobo. Oh fuck, <laughs> garbage like that. That's garbage, you know. But we you had to. There's nothing else on. So you, yeah. and then and then when there's old stuff, it was just something different. So you you'd latch onto it. So you got into older stuff. Yeah. You guys got so much stuff. You just look forward all the time. You're just looking at what's new and what's getting what's good and what's yours. You know what I mean? They're always looking back into our shit. So you guys don't know anything of the past. But I know every like I know every old guy that's ever done every. Like music or comedy. Wow, that's a broad statement. Not everyone, <laughs> but you know, you watch like the cl- the greats or whatever. Don Rickles, yeah, is a fucking legend, right? He's a legend, but he's old as fuck. Only and one talk show, also back then, Johnny Carson. Yeah, and, and your parents would watch that, so you'd see. And all he's of on him, right? Yeah, he was yeah, on it, yeah, all yeah. all the time, right? But anyways, he was funny. Insult comic, you know, like he would. Uh, he was an insult. Uh, he said he wasn't an insult comic, but he got away with some pretty. Uh, stuff that no one else could get because he was charming or something. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the no one could do it. SJWs? Yeah, yeah. Christ, they'd burn them at the stake. You know, because they, they, like, this guy would be like racist and misogynistic and a uh, little bit, a little bit, you know, of all those things, just like, but charming in a way. And there was never an article written, did you hear what Rickles said? Did you hear what, you know, how controversial he was? And he would say, like, he like, would tell um, Obama on his way out to uh like uh sweep up you know stuff like that just because he was black like to the president of the united states he'd say that to him you know balls on the guy right didn't give a shit at all anyways rest in peace don rickles he's not in our death pool no nope. shockingly would have been a great there is nobody with a point in our death pool yet nobody the undertaker retired the undertaker 
uh, retired. Yes. Do you guys watch wrestling? Yeah, no. We used to. We both used to. So that's all. He died from the sport. No, no. We thought he was going to die in ring at WrestleMania, but wrong opponent. He needed a more dangerous opponent. Did you guys do research on your uh, death pool or just pick names off? Like, you could research who's got cancer or something, well, right? Well, I got a yeah. couple of dandies in there, but they're yeah. not. They're not. <laughs> that we're just <laughs> hanging on till yeah. 2018. We just we just said you had. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got Gord Downey on my team. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad about picking him, but you know what? Well, Brain cancer. Bucks. I'm in it to win it, baby. <laughs> yeah, in it to win it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would find the humor in that. Yeah, I mean, what are we gonna do, Gord? You know, like I didn't say anything bad about your music or you as a person, but you know, I'm a betting man, and the odds are, <laughs> uh, Anne Murray's looking like she's gonna got another 20 years into her for sure. You know, I'm going with you. <laughs> you know, anyway, sorry about that. So, guys, are you? So you're back. You're back in Tilsonburg after a long hiatus. Yeah. You excited to be back? Yeah, it's good to be back in town. Yeah, and uh, you, uh, some of the old, uh, uh, you, got, you got some old friends stoked up to go back and see see the gang? Yeah, there should be, again? should be a few coming out. We've got um, a nice nice group of friends. I kind of lived with Ben for uh, about, about a year before right now. and uh, <laughs> If Facebook's correct, there's going to be approximately 53 people maybe there. Oh, they're interested. Oh, that's no, that's good. Fifty three is good. It's On Facebook, number. it's not as bad. Yeah, and Sammy Cranshaw's is an excellent venue. It sure is. A, if is. you haven't been there before, wonderful. I, yeah, I played. A, I gigged there one time, and it was a great showing and uh, a, a good place to play. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the news before we end the show? In the news, it's in the news. <laughs> yeah, in the news, uh, the Dutch Hall news. Don't worry, I'll lead oh. you through it. Okay. It's uh, and I do have a question because you're young too. I'll start with that one. You know what catfishing is? <laughs> Fishing for catfish? No, that's what everyone says. That's what I thought. It's so obvious. Isn't that when you're like no, tro- wait, 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 yeah, 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 pretending yeah. like if Dell had, if I like messaged Dell on the internet anonymously <laughs> and was just like, I'm a sexy woman. You want to touch my boobs and meet me? And then he yeah. goes to meet me, and then I'm a man. That's correct. That's what I thought it was yeah. too. Ding, 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 ding. And you're like a dude, and you think <laughs> it's a girl, right? So anyways, I think I might have been catfished, but you guys should tell me if you think this is real, okay? I'm on Facebook, right? And uh, just to remind my own business, all of a sudden I get a friend request from a girl in her early 20s uh, uh, from McGill University, right? I say accept a friend request because I don't know, maybe she listens to the show, maybe she uh, saw, me, uh, saw me one time perform, I don't know, so I say yes. <laughs> anyways, soon after I say yes, boom. Uh, messenger, hey, how's it going? You know, and then I'm like, okay, uh, do I know you? And she says, why are you freaked out that I'm talking to you? You know, like that sort of thing, right? Does this sound familiar to you? Does this ever I, happen to you? I think it all depends on what they're wearing in their profile picture. Aha, yes, Chris, you're a wise man because that's where exactly where I'm going with this. Because I looked at the picture now, because now I'm like, the picture is very important, right? I look at her. Solid six, like a bit of a hefty six, you know, like plain looking, a little on the overweight side, not a real treat, you know, very <laughs> convincing as a university student in in a lonely university student in, Mon- in Montreal. But does that mean I, I, I cut her slack because I'm like, there's no way this is like a total scam, like one of those like uh, just going for. Uh, Instagram likes or something like that, like one of those like Twitter follower things where they just like I want to suck your dick on Snapchat or whatever. They, there's those f- people with a lot of consonants in their name, you know. You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like there's just girls that'll be like Russian chicks yeah, that'll be, be like, like oh yeah and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're hot. They're really hot, and there's like pictures of the butts and stuff like that, and they want to be your friend. You know, that's that's scamming me right away because yeah. they're too hot. They yeah. just want to hack your account. Is what they want to do and get your friend list and then yeah stuff like that. Those are da- did so, you ever? Like, but this one was just a not attractive girl. So now I'm like thinking maybe she's just a girl, right? Then I said that's probably what how you get fooled by catfishing things is they put up a you know not a hot chick they put up an average chick. They're getting smarter. And then yeah. then you believe it because if you put up something too hot they're not going to believe it, eh? What I would do is I would put Dave in a dress. 
<laughs> and just be that. And then I would say that I'm a girl, but I'm. Th- it would be you in a dress with the mustache. You got to keep the mustache for the picture. That's how you would catfish. There's nothing I think is that's funny. a horrible catfish. There's nothing I think is funnier than a, than a man with a mustache and a dress. I actually saw one tonight in Tilsonburg. I shit you not. Oh. A was, man in a mustache with a dress. Yes, I was in the Walmart time, in man. Tilsonburg. This happened tonight. Took my daughter to, uh, to swimming lessons and uh, had to pick up some some stuff at the Walmart. And uh, I was with my eight year old daughter, and a guy walked by in like a blonde wig. And uh, and like a lady's outfit and had makeup on, but had like a thick, like five o'clock shadow, and you could make out like a mustache. And I caught my eye, and yeah. I, so I I told my daughter about it. And I was like, "Hey, there's there's a guy in here dressed up like a woman." She's like, "Really? Where?" And we kept she couldn't figure out who it was, even though we kept yeah seeing the the, the guy in the store anyway. That's a bitch a transvestite. Yeah, most likely. Because, uh, <laughs> no, but like not a transgender, but a transvestite, you know? Yeah, like a real Tootsie moment. Yeah, no because one- every time I met a transvestite, they look like Monty Python. Like they look <laughs> like they're not even trying, right? And, and they just, they put on, they're like wearing like over the top feminine clothes, like polka dot summer dress with an umbrella. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've no seen- woman dresses like that. <laughs> and they have like a beard. I, I've seen a couple pretty hot transvestites, but most Trans- likely transgender Gen- though. No, not changed. They because oh, yeah. I asked them because I was curious. But do they, they identify they, as a woman? They tuck their dick behind, so it sticks out the back. Boob job. Right? Yep, boob job. Yeah, as a transgender. Transgender. No, but they still have the penis. Yeah, I know, but they like they think they're a woman, right? Yeah, but this, these transvestites don't. They think they're a man uh, wearing women's clothes. You mean like that Norman murderer on the? Uh, Silence of the Lambs, like put yeah, some cream Buffalo on. Bill, Buffalo Bill, type yeah, or like uh, well, Norman, Eddie, Norman Bates, Eddie Izzard, the comedian, Eddie Izzard was a is a trans was a transvestite, I think. Yeah. He just wore like pantsuits and eyeliner, but he was totally straight and everything. Just wore like women's clothes, liked it. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> some mother issues. Yeah, probably beaten with a coat hanger or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, believe it or not. <laughs> We're at the end of the show. We didn't even no get a way. chance to talk about that monkey girl. Oh, We're going to have to yeah. save the monkey girl for next week. Do you think that girl, I told her that I, I ended up getting to the fact where she asked if I was married and I said I was, and then she's left me alone, that girl. Uh, and I've hmm. never heard of her since. I don't even think she's my friend anymore. Wow. She might be a viewer. Not Do you anymore. Think- <laughs> <laughs> she, she just tuned out. Yeah. Like, yeah. You called her a solid <laughs> yeah. six. Yeah, we call people a solid eight. I told her so, she was a solid six. It wasn't like a questionable six, <laughs> which is probably more honest. But I was being nice to her. I want to be nice. Sure. She's six for the that community of people that are looking for that sort of thing that I wasn't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you're a nine or a ten, and you're gonna send me that shit. You're really a, not, of no use to me. I'm married, right? You can might as well be a dude. I'm not gonna give you any. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to fuck you. And even if you are a dude, you still don't get no special, like, privilege. Yeah, I'm not going to fuck well, you Still either. married. Still married. Yeah. <laughs> You're not married, though. No. No? No, I'm <laughs> single. I, My girlfriend. Broke your leg. It was an accident. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> it wasn't an accident. She it wasn't an accident. She you have a fight five minutes prior. We didn't even talk about it because I didn't want to get into it with you, but that is probably the most interesting. <laughs> Not an accident. <laughs> Did, was she still mad at you after she hurt you, though? No, I don't think she was even mad when it happened. She just she was trying to go get some uh, tampons. She blacked out in rage. <laughs> she was really in a rush to get tampons. Because <laughs> she was on her period, and you picked a fight with her. Well, yeah, you, and, and I was picking a fight. You don't stick a uh, stick in the shirt, Kate. You don't stand you in you don't stand in front of people's vehicles. That's what <laughs> we learned from this. Listen, well, thank you very much for coming in, Delbert, and thank you, Ben. Thank you, thank you, Chris. Yes, thank We're gonna you. have you in again, and of course, thank you to the Nocturnal Emissions. If you'd like to go see uh, Elias the band with. Uh, the Heart Attack Kids and Butterbox Babies, they're playing at Sammy Crenshaw's on Saturday, April the 8th. And you can go see the Dutch Hall Comedy Tour with the Nocturnal Emissions Woo! Oh, and yeah. some great comics at Swazi's tomorrow night, April the 7th be fun. in Waterford. Other than that, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday.
Thanks, everybody. We made it. No one died. Yeah, we did it. <laughs>